With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. All right, what's shaking, Red Nation? It's Jeremy Brenner here with another episode of The Dream Take, presented by The Dream Shake, home of all things Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. It's just me tonight riding solo, but the Rockets couldn't get it done tonight. Final score, 113-100. That score doesn't really reflect, though, how lopsided this game truly was. The Mavs had a lead as large as 29 in this one, and this is one of those games where the Rockets just dug themselves into too deep of a hole and couldn't figure out a way to dig themselves back up. The fourth quarter, they were able to take that 30-point, near 30-point deficit and turn it into somewhat respectable, only losing by 13. But most of that was garbage time done by the Rockets bench warmers, done by the Mavericks bench warmers. Uh, you know, Bruno Fernando being tonight's best player for the Rockets certainly wasn't something I had on my bingo card, but that's what we got tonight. 16 and 11 from Bruno Fernando off the bench. It's his career high. He went eight for eight from the field. Uh, but 
a lot of that had to do with the fact that Shangun was in foul trouble. He had five fouls in less than 20 minutes. That was frustrating. Uh, you know, Jalen wasn't himself tonight, only 11 points for him. Uh, Kevin Porter played probably the best set of the starters, going 7 of 11 from the field and hitting three triples. But the team just didn't seem like themselves tonight. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that the Mavs are one of the best defensive teams in the league. And I do think that they should deserve some credit for that. But the Rockets just, they had no, they had no backup plan. Like it's kind of like the Mavs foiled their first plan and they didn't really do much adjusting. And I think that's ultimately why you see the, the Rockets on the losing end of this one, just because they weren't able to really adjust in the middle of the game. And they look, the Mavs are a superior team. Mavs are definitely a better team than the Rockets. And it's not particularly got close right now. Uh, obviously not what we want to see, but it's the reality of the situation. Uh, Lucas in the chat is asking why Silas didn't play his starters in the fourth quarter. And honestly, giving Kevin Porter and his injury history over the last couple of of months I think that's probably part of it and and Jalen probably the same like you know why wouldn't you like why would you risk that and that would be a silly injury because if one of those guys got injured you'd be like oh why was Silas playing Jalen Green while we were down 20 and like you know that was and for him to be off of the year like that'd be like such a waste same time as well the second unit was actually doing well um you know getting in probably a lot of that had to do with the fact that the mavericks are kind of you know kind of just playing around they weren't really in the game that much in that fourth quarter but you know that second unit did a really good job in that fourth quarter to try to make it a respectable outcome uh tonight and i think they did um you know garrison matthews i thought was okay uh i i thought John Christopher had a strong night, 17 points from him. He's probably the most impressive rocket outside of Bruno Fernando, I'd say. But the thing with Bruno Fernando is he's not a long-term project. I want to say he's a free agent at the end of the year, and it just doesn't really make sense for him to be here long-term. But it is nice to see a guy who's been, you know, fighting for a place in the NBA. He's been working his ass off to get him some playing time tonight and for him to take the mo- make the most of it was really nice to see. I don't know how much that will be seen in the future, but I, I do think it was nice that he was able to make the most of his opportunity that he got tonight. And, and I think the same can be said for Josh Christopher, although Josh Christopher has had more opportunities. And I think the Rockets tonight just – they just weren't good enough. Uh, it's just, it's really hard to say anything outside of just that, you know, they just weren't good enough and it doesn't negate what happened on Wednesday and what happened on Sunday, but it was just a matter of, you know, the Rockets got the, 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 the Mavs brought their a game and, and it just wasn't the Rockets weren't able to counteract. So, to me, that that's why the Rockets end up on the losing side tonight. And they move on to New Orleans. New Orleans on Sunday. And 
we'll see if we can put this game behind us and and move forward. Since it is just me tonight, I'll take some speaker requests here. Not a whole lot really to talk about in this game tonight, but we can talk about more than just that. We can talk about uh, we can still talk about Wednesday. We can talk about anything I wasn't on the show on Wednesday. Uh, kind of working up a cold. I'm not a hundred percent there yet, but maybe you can hear it in my voice. But I do feel a little bit better, so that's why I wanted to come on and, and chill. So AD saying how how Powell dominated us tonight, and, and yeah, that's also something that should be brought up. You know, Dwight Powell had a career high 26 points, and it's again followed the theme of the Rockets not having a defensive minded, you know, like rim protector. And with Bruno there, Bruno's obviously trying to play for a spot in the NBA next season. So he's obviously going to put forth a little bit more effort than, than he should. And I think that or maybe that, that, that came off wrong, but he's, he's got a little extra pep in his step. Maybe is what I should say. But when it comes to that, like the Rockets will need to address that in either the draft or free agency. They really need to figure out how to get a defensive center in this team because like, we can't let guys like Dwight Powell go for 26 points. We can't let guys like Wendell Carter go for 26 points. You can't let guys like, you know, that just can't happen. If you, if you want to win basketball games, that can't happen. And I also think that's a big reason why the Rockets beat the Lakers the other day is because the Lakers didn't have that, that threat down low that they usually do. So I think that's probably why the Rockets were able to win that game. And it's why they weren't able to win this one. And Shangun is, I think, going to be really good in the league. I just don't know if it's as a five. I think that he's the kind of guy that can play with a defensive-minded center. And if we can get a defensive-minded center to play alongside him – in the front court, I think that's a recipe for success. And I really do think that that's possible. And the good thing about Shangun is that he's versatile enough to play the four and the five. So you get guys, you know, and, that, and that's what that's what the Rockets are going for. They're going for guys that can play multiple positions. I don't know whether Usman Garuba could be that guy. I'd like to think that he could. The problem with Garuba is that what he lacks on the defense or what he lacks on the offensive end, you know, like defensively he's there, but offensively he, he's not there enough yet. And at least with Shangun, you know, like his defense, while it isn't that good, it's enough for him to get by. And offense will always win over defense in the NBA when, when coming to prospects and things like that. So I'm going to bring up Harvey here. He's hit his speaker request button or no, I guess Harvey left. Harvey, did you hit your speaker request button or change your mind or something like that? I'd love to have you come up if you want. All right, so Harvey hit his speaker request button once more. I'll bring him up. Harvey, welcome to the Dream Take, my friend. What's going on? Uh, yeah, how are you doing, man? Uh, this another game, man. You, know, you just gotta gotta step up and move on to the next move to the next game. Um, Harvey, you there? You're kind of going in and out. I'm on. I'm bringing you back up. See if that helps anything. All 
All right, let me – sorry for the technical difficulties, but we're bringing Harvey back up and seeing if that will do anything. Fingers crossed here that it will work. All right, let's see. Harvey, take two. You're on the Dream Take. How are you? Feel free to hit that. I can hear you now. I can tell that I can tell that you're probably not home right now. So you're probably not using Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm sorry, Harvey. I'm afraid I'm, I'm afraid I can't I can't make out any words that you're saying, but all right, I'm gonna. Unfortunately, I can't. I can't let Harvey and I. I can barely hear a word he's saying. But if you, Harvey, if you got a question, type it out in the comments, brother, and I'll and I'll uh, I'll answer that there for you. But um, yeah, while while we're waiting on Harvey to either chime in or something like that, but um, you know, we've got. Let's see what the comments say. Um, we've got AD saying Shangun is too slow for the four. You know, yeah, that that is possible, but I mean, you have like you have teams like the Pelicans who run Zion at the four. Like I don't like, and, and he's not super fast either. I mean, I know there's a very small sample size there, but like that's kind of what I think. Like PJ Tucker played played the four. He's not fast either. So I do think that there is a world where Shangun can play the four despite his slowness. Um, and yeah, you, you would want him. And I think that's something that he will pick up on. He needs to like, I, I think what he needs is honestly, like he just needs a, a good, like off season conditioning program. And that will hopefully push him forward um, to where he needs to be. And then, all right, let's see. Hornets were, so the, the Pelicans lost tonight to the Hornets. Is that what I'm reading here? So the Pelicans, they got one 142-120. So that's a good sign for the offense if the Pelicans defense given up 142. But they did not play Brandon Ingram. They did not play CJ McCollum. They did not play Larry Nance Jr. So they were they were shorthanded. They were definitely shorthanded tonight. Trey Murphy at 32 points. That's interesting. Um, I don't know if they're gonna be available on Sunday. But I do think that they will play a big role into how that game ends up. Um, we have comments from, you know, Sean says it's like an 80s music video in there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to it's going to be hard to edit that out, but I'll keep I'll keep that in just because I said that now. Um, yeah, Tobias says the Pelicans suck defensively, as was you know seen in, in this game here. Um, and Matt says, well, without a monster game from Powell and Luca. Mavs would have really struggled tonight. Bertans and Bullock missed so many open looks. Yeah, but I mean, the thing with the Mavs is I feel as if, I mean, they have Luka. So like, when Luka's going to go off every game. So it's like, oh, that's like saying, oh yeah, the Rockets, they would lose, you know, during the Harden area, they would have lost all their games if James Harden didn't play. Yeah, but he's playing. So, you know, he's part of the team. So that's how they win. And Luca is synonymous to the Mavs winning. So, yeah, I, I really think that this game really came down to the fact that the Rockets were outmatched today. 
Hopefully they could figure it out in the future. I should have brought Mike in tonight, definitely, but uh, he had the night off. Um, we were kind of talking about it. We said, you know, hey, Mike, you want to come on? And I was like, he's like, yeah, I can come on. And then we were kind of like seeing how the game was going. And we're like, Mike's like, uh, it's not going to be, a, it's not going to be a very long show, is it? And I was like, yeah, probably not. Um, but, you know, hopefully we have a longer show on Sunday, hopefully a winning show on Sunday that we can talk about. It's been, you know, a lot of fun doing these, these winning shows lately. I don't think I was, I think I've been off every night we've won so far in the last couple of weeks, but all good in the neighborhood. Maybe, maybe we should just put Mike on for the rest of the season. I'm on vocal rest, put Mike on, maybe we'll go on a winning streak here. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of the dream take. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at the dream take and at dream shake SBN. You can also head to our Facebook page. Give us a like over there. And you can also head to our website, the dreamshake.com home of all things, Houston Rockets on SBNation.com. We'll be back Sunday with another episode. I am questionable with a sore throat. So hopefully we can get some throat lozenges. I'm going to take some after this and we'll hopefully heal up. And hopefully we can get Jay Sean Tate healed up for Sunday's game and Christian Wood as well. I mean, I do think that this game might've been a little bit different had Jay Sean Tate and Christian Wood been there. Um, at least with Christian Wood, um, we would have had some offensive opportunities down low. Maybe he would have probably, honestly, he probably would have matched Fernando's output. Maybe they got a little bit more. It wouldn't have been enough to win, I don't think. But Jay Sean Tate, I do think, makes a big difference defensively. So hopefully that um, – hopefully he comes back on Sunday. Same with Christian Wood. We don't want to see anybody injured, no matter how much we wish they were not on our team or we wish they would be on a different team. Um, so hopefully we get that. Hopefully we get a win on Sunday. And then I believe next week after Sunday, I believe we have a game Wednesday against the Suns again how did the schedule get this hard at the end of the season? Like what, whose idea was that? Uh, but it's a four game homestand starting Wednesday with Phoenix, the Pacers next Friday, the Grizzlies at a two thirty matinee on Sunday, and then a back-to-back with the wizards that Monday. So a couple of winnable games here at home uh, coming up next week. So that should be, that should be fun. And then another game with Dallas, two games at Portland, San Antonio and Sacramento end the month. The Rockets have the potential to win. Like I think they win both of those Portland games, probably get one of those wins against San Antonio or Sacramento at the end of the month. I think they could beat the wizards and, or the Pacers. There's a chance for about four or five wins here at the end of the month. And I hope they take it because I get it. Like, you know, you do want to maybe make sure you're in the top three, but as we saw Sunday and Wednesday, when the Rockets win, it's like a championship at this point. And you don't want to have, you don't want to not have that feeling. You always want to win. You don't play the games not to win. So definitely we want to get these, get these dubs when we can, especially seeing how the team has proven themselves to be capable of getting wins like these against not so good teams like the Lakers and good teams like the Grizzlies. So Every night's a new night. Sometimes there'll be duds like it was tonight, but sometimes like it was last Sunday and Wednesday, you never know. So if you would like to follow me on my own personal Twitter, you can do so at Jeremy Brenner. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-R-E. 
N-A-R. You can also be sure to listen to our podcast on demand wherever you get your podcasts or live here after every game on Spotify Green Room. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this episode of The Dream Ticket. Until next time, go Rockets. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical.